Hello, everybody. It's JPO from Soul Magazine. Yeah! And we are live right now at uh, Moniker Art Fair and uh, here in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. First year they're doing it here. And uh, yeah, we're excited to be a part of it. This is in the spray room. And I'm here with Brooklyn's own Big Ronnie. Hello, everybody. Tell them what's up, Ronnie. We are excited. This is day three for Moniker Art Fair out here in Greenpoint. We're having a great time. Very happy that England's recognizing Brooklyn for its rightful place on the map. Uh, we're important. We're Brooklyn. And we brought some great co-hosts today. I'd like to introduce our co-hosts. First, the lady that knows everything. Bite girl, say hello. Hello, hello. And of course, to her right, in an extra, extra special and creepy mask today, John Domine. What are you wearing, John? Uh, I'm wearing a, uh, a little uh, mask from Findeck to show my respect for his, uh, his imposters that try to take over his personality. So I'm here representing. I love it. I, uh, we spoke to Finn earlier, and he said it was fantastic, and he had to get a shot with you. So if the artist loves it, that's enough. That's it. Yeah, I just didn't want to offend. Now, so. who felt the most weird out of the four of you guys when you were preparing for this? <laughs> oh, uh, probably my brother Brian. Brian. Yeah, there were four of us, and we dressed up Findex style a la Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So we were matching the colors. Which turtle are so. you? Sir? I know I'm Raphael, going red. All right. It looks more orange. I was going to say you're uh, uh, Michael the lighting. Oil, but Yeah. So it is a beautiful space here. We're having a lot of fun. Tina, Honor, everybody, their team has been wonderful. Uh, gave us a great space right outside registration. Big shout out to Alex. Yep, Alex doing a great job wrangling uh, the wonderful program that they have here. Uh, let's look around and see who we see. We have our lovely Kaylin Hart at registration with a bedazzled forehead. I wish the mic was long enough. I would love to go over here and talk to that forehead, but we'll have to wait. <laughs> uh, somebody call Kaylin and the forehead over here. We'll, actually, we'll just take the forehead. Can you just get the forehead, Erica? Yeah, just right, peel it off. That. Now, John, oh, she's busy. All right, it is what it is. Now, before I get to our next guest, John, why did you pick this guest? You know, I was walking around through all of the different booths inside of the fair, and um, and I was actually at first drawn by some of the art within uh, the gallery that that this guest represents in the Azart Gallery. And uh, and then I found out that she's also a phenomenal photographer and explorer of the world. And I and I, I checked out her book, and it's just got some amazing photos in there. And I just felt it, was great to, it would be great to have her on and talking about the work that she's doing and uh, kind of share that with everyone. So welcome to Lucinda Grange. Hello, Lucinda. Hello, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Why don't you tell some of our listeners a little bit about, you know, you, life, love, animals, art, if you will, you know. So I've been living in America for three years. I am also living in Brooklyn. Woo! <laughs> I was born in England. Love brought me here. You did say to talk about love. And I've been working as a photographer for... Ooh, good. Go do some maths now. I'm 29, take away 17 years. So 12 years. Wow. She made me do a lot more math than I wanted to today. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Quite all right. Now, tell, uh, tell our listeners and your new fans uh, about your, 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 your 
your style, what you do, just flipping through the book, and I'm sure that it's not everything, but you are the model and the uh, curator and the photographer. Yeah, so people meet me and they expect me to shoot weddings or floral arrangements. I'm pale, light hair, slight. People do not expect me to be going in sewers or scaling bridges, and that's what I do. But these images, they just look kind of industrial without having a person in. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> well, if you do, why not? Yes. Why not? No limits. So if you put a male in there, say it's a subway tunnel, you put a guy in there in a high-vis, it looks like a documentary picture of a guy working. You put a guy there with a balaclava, it looks like you're running tunnels with subway guys. You put a woman in a dress... People then look at the environment instead of being looking at the guy and thinking, that's a reckless guy or that person's working. They're like, wow, that place is dangerous. Same applies to all three scenarios, but people look at it differently because of gender, because of clothes. So I'm highlighting gender and also talking about the fact women aren't weak. Yeah, I know. You're going to be my mom. <laughs> I was taught very, very early that women will beat your ass. And are to be respected. We will. Jeez. Uh, All right, so let's talk to someone on our panel that has been wearing a dress in public. John, what do you think about, um, <laughs> you know, what she's saying about just, you know, gender roles kind of being swapped just because it's a woman down in the subway instead of a dude? Well, you know, I think it was. it's actually interesting you brought that up because I was, in looking at your book, I did look at it. Like, it felt like... I mean, you're just... The one picture that I was resonating with was, is when you're on the top of the Chrysler building and, you know, the wind's blowing a little bit. You've got your... You know, you're looking very confident and at the same time, it just feels so natural. Yet at the same time, you're right. If it was a different setup with someone wearing, you know, working gear or whatever, that it would be perceived in an entirely different way. And I think that it's really... Uh, I mean, it's very unique that you're doing it, and I think that it's just incredible to see your images. I think it's you do some terrific work. Which is what's been your uh, the destination that you went to that gave you the most trepidation? I guess it's really hard. Every location has its own challenges. Like I booked tickets to go to Egypt to climb the Great Pyramid, and then basically a war broke out. But I still went anyway and risked so much to climb it. But I think the shot you're talking about might be the one, and not for the reasons that you would think. So I'm wearing a floor-length dress in that. I actually went up to the same location a month earlier, but I realized that building demands a floor-length beautiful dress, not a little black dress, which was what I was wearing. So I went back, and it was actually two days before I went up there. I was hit by a vehicle, and I smashed my leg open. That was the day I was expected to get out of hospital, so I climbed up all those stairs to get to that floor, one step at a time with one leg. I have a scar that wraps all the way around my leg, so I'm stood there with a leg brace on. I only owned one maxi dress at the time, so thank goodness I did, otherwise you'd see it. I'm stood there. I can only feel one leg. I feel like I'm going to fall over. You're saying I look comfortable and natural. I'm stood there thinking I'm going to fall off this damn building. And if you look at the, I mean, if you were to see this woman in front of me, Lucinda Grange, you would not think she would be 
this intrepid explorer climbing up buildings and and going to uh, you know climbing on bridges and all of these things that I see in your in your in your images and yet no. you, she does, the word petite right? comes to mind yeah. does it not and yet she sets up all of the, uh, all of the pictures and you were saying that you, earlier when I was talking with you that sometimes you you know you're a foot away from where you actually think is the best uh, position for you to take the photo and you have to redo it and sometimes it's you know, it, it may not be the easiest to readjust and get every, the settings all in order to, to retake the photo. And I think that that's, uh, that just speaks to your, I don't know, if it's resilience or if it's just your, just the person that you are. You have a very unique spirit that I think is great. So. It might just be stupidity as well. Yeah. <laughs> very true. Did we, did we tell you that we were going to read your spirit? I mean, it sounds good to me. Hold on, JPO's <laughs> breaking in. JPO, yes, sir. We have our next guest, but I don't want to stop what you guys are talking okay, about. Okay, so that's called a guest-to-co-host transition. Yeah. Lucinda, stay right there. Okay. Who is our next guest, JPO? Oh, we got a very special guy, Alex, who's actually working with Moniker this year. Um, and yeah, there he is. Alex, come on over, say hi. Hello. How are we doing so far? Are we being real annoying? No, no, you guys are being great. You sure? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, we got to be more annoying. Uh-oh. What can we do? Uh, Ask for something, uh, bike girl. Ask for something fun. Oh, I'm still busy thinking about the Chrysler building. You have yeah. to tell us more. Please tell us more about that shout. <laughs> Although I will never look at the picture the same way again because what I now know about your struggle is amazing. Um, is that probably a, not the most dangerous, but what was the most awe-inspiring place that you've ever shot or the one that maybe has stayed with you the longest as far as just the meaning behind the photo? I think for the location giving me a certain emotion, there's, it's actually one of the pages in the book. There was an estuary in West France. It was uh, near, near a place called Brest, of all names. And this place has, you know, the phosphorescent algae in water oh, that yes. glows. So had this kayak had to, like, trek through these trees, trying not to puncture it because it was inflatable, got to the water's edge. There was no light pollution, and there was, could see the Milky Way. And then we put the boat in the water, and with every paddle that we put through, there was just, as the boat surged forward, there was just a glowing, rippling around us. Oh, wow. And then we got to these old, abandoned warships that were just in the middle of this estuary and climbed up, and I just sat there while we kind of ferried equipment and people. There was a number of us, and we were sleeping on the boats and, like, making a camp of it. And I just sat there and was nearly crying, watching this boat just glow between the boats and the shore. It was incredible. Absolutely incredible. I, I got I nothing after that. that was yeah, that's like goosebumps. Yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, well, if you want to come right. and uh, meet her in person and check out her book, please come to the Monica Art Fair. And her, her book is uh, Outside the Lines. And it's got a lot of image, beautiful images that she's taken of her experiences around the world. And um, please come and check that out. And sure. we, Oh, and also Azart gallery and so at the Azart gallery within the Omonica Art Fair so uh, come check it out and check out the work here because there's and some incredible stuff to be seen and thank you so much Lucinda for coming on and, and uh, sharing your, your, your tales with us. Thank you so much for having me it was an absolute honor and pleasure Terrific. Just uh, before you go Lucinda tell people where they can find you online something that's coming up uh, you know 
something for the future. Tease us. Tease us. So my website, lucindagrange.com. As our gallery as well, check out their website. Check out both Instagrams. And I actually got published by Brazilian Glamour magazine this month too. So that's really exciting. That's Congratulations. So if you're in Brazil, pick it up. <laughs> that's great. Thank you very much for stopping by today. Uh, the seat's always open. Come on over. And we are going to transition second guest back to guest. We want to continue to say hello to Alex before he has to get to work. Alex, come on over. Say hi. Hello, hello. How is it going, brother? This is it, so show. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Unbelievable. I've, I've done trade show stuff in business, and I know how many moving pieces. And then you combine artists with that. So yep. everything's, everything's uh, got to be right, it's got to yep. look right, so things going good? Yeah, things are going great. We're really happy with it. We're really happy to be here. This is the first edition of Moniker in uh, New York City. Uh, it's been going for eight years in London, and now uh, now here we are making a statement in New York. Now, I don't expect you to uh, throw out anything insider, but are uh, you coming back next year? Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, oh, yeah. You got I, votes from the from the crowd. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, awesome. Beautiful yeah. show. Everything looks great. Nice job, brother. It looks Thank like you so much. Can't and, tell uh, you how many times this weekend I've heard people say this is the best art fair New York's had in a long time. That is pretty much what we're looking to hear. So thank you so much for uh, for saying that. That's great. That's Welcome really great to, to hear. Listeners, this is the way we do it. Alex, thank you very much. Come on back, say hello. Awesome. Uh, anytime you want to drop in tomorrow, we're going to be here again. Great. Uh, and just to recap again, we are live from Moniker Art Fair in Greenpoint. We are having a great time. Tina, Alex, and crew. We are here with Stella Bella, Bite Girl, John Domine, <laughs> JPO. Kaylin's work in the booth. Christy CNYC is in the back somewhere. We got the whole crew here. Uh, we are going to sign off. Alex, thank you so much. Thank we'll you for having me. Brother. You got it.